You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And in today's episode of Social Selling Simplified, we're diving into building a brand and then actually sticking with it. You may be an entrepreneur or a coach or a network marketer that is thinking, I don't have a brand. I'm really new at this. I'm a baby coach. I'm a baby entrepreneur, baby network marketer. And having a brand is just so far out of reach for me. And I completely understand how you feel. When I was first getting started with my business, I had no concept of what a brand was or what branding was in general. And I actually hired a branding coach to help me get it all figured out. And I think the most interesting thing that she said about branding is that whether you think you have a brand or you don't, that is your brand. So whatever you are showing up as is your brand. Really, the truth is we all have a brand. And if we think about it or we don't, that is the way that we are coming across to our ideal customers. So I first want to establish that when we think about building a brand, a brand is actually how people feel when they interact with you. I want to go back to some examples here to give you guys a really good picture of what branding is. I always think about Lululemon and when you go to a Lululemon to try some things on. And before you even get into the change room, they are asking you your first name. They're asking you which activities you're going to be using the clothes for. And there's like a whole slew of questions versus if you were to go to, let's say, Old Navy, they'd probably just unlock the door and you know, let me know if you need anything sort of deal, right? So it's a very different branding experience. Now, obviously, we can see in the prices, it's also a different sort of feel and experience, but it ties into that branding as well. Lululemon always talks about the quality of the fabrics they use. Like it's heavily copywritten into any of their sales pages. And it's a certain feel when you're like, ooh, like this luxe material that's so soft. And it gives you a certain feeling when you scroll the page and when you read those words. That's what I want you to think about branding as. It's something that actually elicts emotion in people and gives them a certain feeling when they come across you. Now that we have an example of what branding can sort of look like and feel like, I want to talk a little bit more about 
what things do you actually control in your business right from the get-go that it's important to really nail because you don't want to be consistently doing this sort of rebrand and changing up your colors and your fonts and all these things over and over again, because it's just a lot of work. And it really, really will simplify your business if you have these things mapped out, like which fonts you use, which colors, all those sort of things. So I want to talk through, there's actually a really, really great quiz by Kay Putnam. We'll link it in the show notes. And it's all about finding your brand personality. It'll go through and ask you some different questions. It will spit out what your branding style is, which I think she actually nailed the first couple times I did it. And you can be a combination of a couple of them. I think I was maybe, if I can remember back, like the lover and the creator or something like that. So then she gives you actually a bunch of color palettes to choose from as well as fonts to choose from. And the other cool thing is actually some of the language that she recommends using if that is your style. So I'm going to get into all this in a second, but I just wanted to mention that quiz because I know it is super helpful for those that are just getting started, or maybe you're going through a rebrand or realizing that you need to rebrand. And that is a really great resource to go to. The first thing I want to talk about when it comes to branding is your color selection. Back when I first got started, I used to do a ton of one-on-one calls. And this was one of the things that we always dove into was talking about branding and how to get really clear on what you stand for and how you want your audience to feel. I am deeply attached to branding and my branding. And when something doesn't feel cohesive, I like to get in and fix it. Everything from a social media post to an image, like if it feels off brand, it really, I don't know why, like it really just gets under my skin because it feels like it's off brand. It's not, you know, what I represent. When it comes to colors, I would recommend you sort of look around your house. What colors do you already use? Do you already really like? Because you're obviously drawn to those. And then if I were to have that sort of do that exercise around my house, this would have been back, uh, I guess it would have been like four years ago. I had different pops of blue, a lot of neutrals. Really, it was probably gray a muted gray and like pops of blue. So back then that would have been my branding and what I would have been drawn to. Now over time, it's definitely changed and it will, right? We evolve and our our brand evolves, but I think it's really great to have that starting point of these are the colors I naturally like because there's a feeling we get from those. I think for me, the gray is sort of like modern, but the pops of different blue is like, but I like to have fun, you know, that sort of idea. So there's definitely some color psychology behind this. So you're going to have a look at those colors and around your house. And then that's how you're going to sort of get a base. And then you can actually go on Pinterest. They have a lot of color palettes of especially colors that sort of go together because you do want to have a color that pops alongside your, your color palette. And that would be a great color to use for you know, various things like button colors when you're creating opt-in pages or websites or things like that. You really want to get that color palette nailed. And 
I think it's really important to love your color palette just because you're going to use it in so many places. So it's important that you feel really confident about that. You can also look at your closet. I think that's kind of a cool clue too. Now, if you would have looked at my closet, it would have been a lot of black. Back before I had a stylist girlfriend of mine that I worked with, Trish Taylor, and she helped me see that there is more to life than black. But you would have seen in my closet pops of blue and you kind of those same trends, right? Because we're sort of drawn to those same colors. So that's kind of a good way to think about your branding. Look at your closet, look at your house, you know, what do your throw pillows look like and use that as your base. Then from there, the second thing is your photo shoots and the curated images that you're creating. I used to throw together lots of outfits for different photo shoots. And when I say photo shoots, you know, back in the day, they would have just been like pictures my husband is going to take. I might've done one photo shoot a year. And then as time progresses, I'm now at the point where I like to do one every season so that I have like fresh images and things like that. But one of the biggest secrets or things that I've learned along the way is that instead of just throwing together whatever I had in my closet that I'm like, oh, I guess this sort of like, I like the way that this like sort of sucks this in and that sort of thing. Like that's how I used to think about my closet and like, how can I minimize things and wear all black? And to be honest, that was definitely not fun and did not represent my brand at all. So when I found my color palette, it overflowed into my wardrobe. And it's actually funny because once I had a one-on-one with Trish, she brought in all these pinks and cheetah prints and all these things. She was able to understand my branding so well, like she understood it better than me. It actually impacted the rest of my branding and everything else. It's a interesting thing that can happen when you find that color palette that you really, really enjoy and how much it will sort of bleed into other areas of your life. That is when I became really clear on my color palette. And then what was so cool about that is that whenever I would do photo shoots, it was so easy to take those photos and for everything to be on brand versus now when I see a picture that I had not done my uh, walk through the wardrobe and make sure things are on brand, it felt very difficult to pull those things together. So yeah, that was a really cool transformation to be able to take that branding and really bring it into photos and make it feel like it came to life in my social media. What I would recommend if you're just getting started with this is once you sort of pick those colors that you really like, then you can be a little more intentional when you go to purchase something that it fits that color palette because then it's super easy to take photos on the fly. And it's just like natural stuff that would be in your wardrobe. And so I have this like really nice muted pink that I like. And if you could see me now, you'd see my shirt is that color. My background is that color. My bra is that color. Like literally so many things are that color, but it does definitely make it super easy to take photos that I like because it all looks very cohesive. So what you can do is whenever you're shopping for something, like for me, I look for that color first, not for everything, but I mean like my accessories, like my iPhone case and my laptop case and you know any little bags or things I'm going to buy or maybe a hat. And then it really, I have never been great at 
fashion or anything like that. But I now feel like I have a good flow for what sort of works together because it's all in that same color palette. And you don't have to stick to black. That's one thing I always thought like, oh, if I wear black in my wardrobe, like that's a really easy way to look stylish. And I've sort of realized that Trisha always says that like leopard print is neutral. And so I've kind of learned all these things along the way that um, have been really helpful. But that's what I would definitely recommend is that you align your photo shoots that you're going to do or you're just taking your own pictures with some of those branding colors. So then it all looks like it belongs and it's cohesive and that makes things so much easier. Next, let's talk about fonts. So this is the third thing that I think is really important in branding. And from that Kay Putnam quiz, you're going to get an idea of some of the fonts she would recommend. There's also something called What the Font, which is a website that you can take a screenshot of fonts that you like, and it will tell you which font it is. Because I have that kind of lover type personality, that romanticized sort of personality, I do tend to like script. And I don't use that for everything. That's sort of like maybe a couple words or sort of scripty. But then I do like block letters and something that's like a little bit bolder, but super clear to read. Sort of went for the spiritual gangster was sort of the idea when we were coming up with my branding. So whenever we create something in Canva, we have templates that always have that font handy. And oh my gosh, it saves so much time just knowing which fonts you're going to use. And you're not having to like reinvent the wheel each time. Also in Canva, if you haven't heard of Canva, it's a super easy version of Photoshop and it just makes like creating images like so easy. We use it for social media. We use it for creating lead magnets. Like there's many things that we use it for because it's so easy. But when you set up your Canva profile, you can have like a branding kit where you can put in all your colors, like the actual numbers of your colors, because then it's like exactly the same each and every time. You can also put your fonts in there. It just, man, it has saved us so much time. And then you can actually create templates in there so that every time you go to do, let's say, a certain Insta story or a social media post or something of that sort, like you always have that exact same template. I'm a huge fan of fonts, keeping it consistent. It's a great practice to just be looking and observing at certain fonts that you really like. Like maybe you pick up, I don't know, copy of Vogue or something and you're like, ooh, I wonder what font this is. And then you can go and find it. It's really cool. It works. There's a lot of tools out there that work really well in helping you nail those things. Are you a health and fitness coach struggling with consistency on social media? Do you find sales intimidating? Get ready to eliminate your fear and frustration and start seeing real growth. I hosted a live training that made everything simple and doable for you. Imagine not ever worrying about what you should be saying or doing with your people ever again. I promise it doesn't have to be overwhelming and you don't have to bug your friends. I want you to grow your biz and not be that annoying salesy person while doing it. So I've laid everything out for you. You can watch my masterclass by going to ashleyshaw.ca slash July masterclass. If you catch the class, don't miss out on the special offer saved just for you. You'll see it after watching the class. That's ashleyshaw.ca slash July masterclass. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.